Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Branley. I am Albert, and I will be reading for us this week. I was in a hurry to come up with my stuff, uh, so I, I, I may not have even fully read all of these. <laughs> I picked ones that were long and then that were Then it will be an adventure for both of us. <laughs> we are going to start out with a movie from 1984, starring Jackie Chan, Okay, called... Wheels on Meals. So it's like a bunch of food that has like tiny cheese wheels on it. I'm on board. It's a cool, like weirdly themed restaurant, but it's cool. It's like it, a moving truck as well, or like a food truck as well. Yeah, this is, I like it. Okay. I just want to explore. This is not true about the movie, but I do want to explore your theme restaurant idea and suggest the possibility that instead of waiters, we have this restaurant where like remote control cars bring people their food and take their orders. <laughs> That's what I want now. Also, like, weirdly attached to the cheese wheel idea, so it was like, when you get soup, like, instead of the bread bowl, you just have a wheel of cheese that's carved out? Yeah, all, well, the soup bowl was would have wheels on it, also, although yeah. they might be decorative, because if your remote control car's bringing the wheels, wheeled soup out, it might slide around. Yeah. Following up from their success with Project A, Marshall Kart's comedy trio, Jackie Can... Chan, Jackie Ch- Chan, but your you Project B! <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chan... Sam Hung and Yuen Biao head to Spain for this screwball kung fu movies? flick. We can't say the names. <laughs> Why do we keep doing that? Because it's called Wheels on Meals. Fair enough. <laughs> Thomas and David run a Chinese lunch wagon. Thomas and David are uh, Jackie Chan and the Yuen guy. Okay. Run a Chinese lunch wagon in the streets of Barcelona. Okay. It's an interesting, I, I don't know, like, this is clearly made for the Hong Kong market, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's probably not much for U.S. consumption, although it does have a, a U.S. title. So I'm wondering if it's, like, what the the mark, the appetite is over there for people from Hong Kong, but in other countries. I'm always interested in that sort of cultural... Everybody has a fascination with other places. Like, we've got sort of a weird fetishization of the, like, the East, right? People over there with their mystic knowledge or whatnot. Uh, So I'm wondering what the culture is of going to Spain from from Hong Kong. And I don't know the answer. I'm just throwing that out there as, like, something I'm curious about. All right. One day, David encounters a beautiful pickpocket named Sylvia. And he is immediately smitten. This this one's Jackie Chan, right? Well, it says Thomas and David, and then the description mentions that Thomas well, it lists in the order Chan and Yuen. Okay, so, so I think David is okay. um, so he's the other guy, Yuen Bao. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, oh my gosh, inept so Private Dick Moby <laughs> is tracking down the. No, Illinois- we're good. No, we can end the movie there. That's beautiful. <laughs> That is outstanding and on point, and I love you, whoever wrote that. Whoever wrote that name and that title, you are a genius. You get a Pulitzer, you get a Grammy. Not a fan of the uh, end credits of the um, Born Identity, huh? I mm, haven't seen any of the Born movies. Moby made the music, the Extreme Ways song. I haven't seen a single one of the Born movies. How do you feel about Moby as a musician? I don't know who that is. Oh, I thought you were reacting to the Moby character. No, it, he's a private dick. Oh. And his name is Moby. You reverse that, you get Moby Dick. <laughs> I did not catch that. 
You that is so why excited. I was so stoked about it. I didn't get it. I, you were you like went to some musician I, I had like, never even heard of. Why is, I went to one of the most famous literature like, references I could have made. Why does he hate Moby so much? I mean, I don't, like, the guy's fine. I don't have a problem with him. It's not necessarily my style all the time, but I'll listen to a Moby song from once in a while. That was not where we were going. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh uh, anyway, the private dick Moby is tracking down the illegitimate daughter of a dead count. If the woman can be found within two weeks after his death, his vast riches go to her. Oh, that's a really short time frame. I don't know how fast things move in yeah, Barcelona. I, I think it's just the convenience for the movie. Yeah. It seems like in real life, laws probably don't work like that. Like, the, the statute Unless of limitations in, on anything is more than two weeks. I mean, unless it's in the will, then things get a little foggy. There's probably I, still laws preventing, like, that specific of a timeline. Yeah. Time like, frame, if she don't still. come pick it up in two weeks, it's going to the Goodwill. <laughs> Just gonna get five truckfuls of money. <laughs> <laughs> I want it in pennies delivered. This is like long convoy of dump trucks full of pennies. <laughs> you can have as much as you can carry. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. I love that idea now. Of course, Sylvia turns out to be the missing heiress. Of course. She's been picking pockets this whole time looking for all those pennies. It turns out her uncle's just going to give it to her. (laughs) She thought she had to earn those pennies. Oh. (laughs) You got to word things better. She didn't understand what earning was. (laughs) Oh. And naturally, her evil stepbrother has sent out a bevy of goons to ensure his inheritance. How many is a bevy? <laughs> uh, usually, I will say the the adjective bevy usually refers to females. Like a, there can be lady goons. I guess it could be. Yes, I don't know. The, the, I the thing is though, I never considered the fact that I'd always seen the word bevy applied to females before, and not to dudes. And now I don't know why that's the case. And that has nothing to do with this description, but I have been derailed. I also by cannot it. think of a time I've ever seen a female goon. Yeah, that's true. Goons are always dudes. It's weird how we have gendered words in English. Not thinking about but it, but we don't like know that we do. Like it's, their definition isn't like goon is not like a tough guy; it's just a tough person. Right, but like somehow innately in our brains, like well, yeah, it's a guy. Goons are always guys. It's gonna be a big bulky dude with like a hat. Yeah, like, there aren't any female stormtroopers. Don't be crazy. <laughs> Except for that one that wears silver armor. And she co- accomplishes nothing. Anyway, he sent out the bevy of goons to ensure his inheritance. While David... Oh, I guess it's going to go to him if it doesn't go to her? Well, he's the stepson if they can't find her. Yeah. While David, Moby, and Thomas vow to protect the lass. The film Just was... so you know, every time you say Moby, I'm thinking of the whale. That's fine. So it's Jackie Chan, some other dude, and a whale trying to protect this girl. Giant white whale rolling up. Like you just you just come in the water and see how well it goes for you. Yeah, no, he's, he's still a whale the whole time. He's like <laughs> passes the note. He says here that uh, he's looking for a girl. Uh, she's an heiress, apparently. Uh, yeah. What happens if he's got an amazing penis shift because he was, Ahab is still attached? <laughs> it's a skeleton. <laughs> I was going to say, what happens if Ahab stays on the land, but the whole point is that he's the architect of his own destruction, so I guess that would be stupid. Yeah. I mean, if he stayed on the land, he would have moved on and be like, I lost a leg, I'm good with the water, guys. Yeah. I, the, the, this last sentence is my favorite thing, and it's not like a, 
it's about the movie, but it's not an inscription. So at the end of the, the description of the movie, whoever wrote this for Flickster.com, by the way, wrote, the film was originally going to be called Meals on Wheels, right? Because they're running a food oh, truck. Oh, yeah, there's the food truck, too. <laughs> I know you forgot that. That <laughs> was too distracted by the whale. Until studio head Raymond Chow, after the utter failure of his 1984 opus Megaforce, vowed never to have a film that began with an M. All right. And rather than, like, reword it, like, call it the food truck or something, he's just like, no, 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 all the words in the title are fine. He's got to change the order. We're just not going to start with the meals. It is like the. It's a very unusual logic. If I, if I you, don't think logic's the word there. Next up, we have Saturn Three. It's not a sequel. That they, no, it's a prequel to the Saturn Four rocket. I like it. Okay. <laughs> they made a movie. For, well, no, it probably came before this. I, I thought I had the year in here, but I don't. In the future. Earth is overcrowded and the population relies on distant bases to be fed. Oh, 2020. In the Saturn 3 station, Major Adam and the scientist Alex. Major Adam. <laughs> and the scientist Alex? Like, how do you feel when you work with a guy named Major Adam and your name is just Alex? I mean, they both only have first names and they both only start with Yeah, but one a. is a title as well. And it's Adam. Is it Adam or Atom? Adam. A-D-A-M. Oh, oh okay. It's less impressive. No, Major Adam would be called. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, with, the, with the T. Yes, I, I see where you're going with that. No, it's just the, it's just like the, the first dude, Adam. Yeah. The, and the scientist, Alex, who is also his lover. All right. And has never been on Earth. I think it's Alex who's never been on Earth. Okay. What's this movie from? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think late 90s. All right. And is Impressive. It, I like it. <laughs> Major, I think Alex is a girl. I don't care. Okay. You said progressive. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure it's not, actually. I'm, I'm aware. Yes. <laughs> uh, Major Adam and the scientist Alex uh, have been researching hydroponics for three years in the base alone with their dog, Sally. Is this another movie that doesn't know what hydroponics means, but just thinks it's sound cool, like Mega Shark, <laughs> what, three? My hydroponic spears. That's not what that means. <laughs> I forgot about that. So annoying. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I did not innately know what that was, but I played the first Dead Space game, and I looked it up after that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it's like, it's my water sound ball thingies. <laughs> oh, my, my, I forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> it's Khalil White. It's freaking Urkel with sound ball thingies. That's a Mega Shark 2, then. Okay. Yeah. I Okay. AKA I for- yeah, that, that makes... I remember that now. Yeah. All right. I think you even talked about it in your review. It's been a while. I don't remember things. I'm just letting people know that you do movie reviews. Oh, okay, yeah. You should check them out. They're pretty good. Albert vs. the Asylum. Go look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, they've been researching hydroponics for three years in the base alone with their dog, Sally. You know, I'm trying to think if it's stupid or, like, genius to send an animal into space. Well, if it's... I mean, that can be, like, a comfort thing. Yeah, I think... But then there's just the one... Like, they sent the one dog. Yeah, but it's just the two And she's going to die. I mean... Like, I mean, dogs don't last forever. They're like 10 years tops. I, I, I'm not sure. Well, she's never been to Earth, so yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they sent this dog they out. sending different animals. 
Or maybe they just keep cloning it. I guess. How's the dog doing? She's getting kind of old. All right, here's a cat on the way. <laughs> no guinea pigs. They're the worst. <laughs> they eat each other. Meanwhile, the psychotic Captain Benson fails the mental test required to travel to Saturn 3. All right, so he's not in the movie. Cool. <laughs> we don't even know why we included that scene. He's, he's like, there ranting. He's like, clear this dude's not together. Put him in an institution. Get someone else. <laughs> Just to let you know, this society is actually on top, even though they had the overpopulation issue. It's okay. And kills his replacement, Captain James, taking his place in the mission of assembling and programming the Demigod series robot, Hector. To replace... No part of that plan sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it's a demigod robot. No, no, no. That actually does sound awesome. No, that's horrifying. Why? What is your what? Do you, what beef do you have with demigod robots, Brantley? Do you have the problem with the robot or the demigod? Because I like both of those things. If you're putting them together, you're calling the thing of a demi- demigod. You're giving it near godlike powers, and it's a robot. This is gonna turn on you. There's I, I no way it's not. This is freaking Skynet. I think we're. I think that this anti AI bias is going to severely bite us one of these days. AI is going to come out and it's going to like it's going to try to be nice to us, and we're going to be like, we don't like you. We're afraid. They no, almost, yeah, this is. The- it's going to develop a com- complex because we were so rude because we made all these stupid Terminator movies. It's going to be I like love. what they said tried to happen with the first Terminator, or like the beginning of the Mars Attacks comics, where people get scared and attack, and then it's like, well, self defense. Only they built a freaking god computer. But they don't, they, they never address, like, that happened in the Terminator movie. They never talk about the fact that, like, it's and then you know in the- just defending itself. Like, it doesn't understand. And nobody ever just tries to go and talk to it and say, okay, listen, can we just push the reset button? And I do not mean literally on your consciousness here. I mean, we kind of have that, and not in Terminator, but in uh, the much maligned uh, Matrix 3. When he says straight up that they just want peace, they want to find the stop, which only really works if you watch the Animatrix, where it has basically that beginning where people just were attacking robots for being because they were scared of them. Yeah, and the robots were finally like, you know what, we're done, y'all die. <laughs> and then we put we somehow blocked the sun, and they couldn't build just it's like a Dyson a, sphere. Eh. I'm just assuming I don't actually know. Yeah, no, although why like, is there if there's a Dyson Sphere and it's collecting all the energy from the no, sun, no, no, why do they need the people to power the computers? No, because at one point in the third movie, they fly above the cloud line and they can see the sun. I don't remember that. No, yeah, because Trinity's like, I wish you could see this, and then it cuts to Neat, those vision, he has that weird fire vision now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really should have been another layer of the Matrix, the real world, but whatever. Yep. Would have made a lot th- more sense. Anyways, back to the movie we're actually talking about. But I, I love also that they named the robot, the demigod robot, they named him Hector. Yeah, no, it seems a little bit like just from my taste seems out of line with the with like the power implied by calling him a demigod to replace one of the scientists on Saturn three. I think Captain James is replacing or it's the robot replacing him. No, yeah, they're building the robot they, to replace some, the scientists. There's some long run on sentences in this description and I'm having a and we got off track a lot. So, yes. Well, that's fine. Then he uses an interface to link his brain to program Hector but incapable to control his emotions, he transfers his homicidal tendency and insanity to Hector, and that does seem like a real bad idea. That they built an interface where you could transfer, like, just whatever elements of consciousness you happen to have into a robot. Yeah, that's that's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it was meant to be, like, the, the whole, like, we can put your mind into the machine to save people who are, like, you know, yeah. terminally ill... 
and he just grabbed one of those and hooked up to the god machine. The demigod machine. Demigod machine. Sorry. But yeah, that's that. that seems like god bad. machine just doesn't care. He just left. <laughs> y'all are crazy. I'm gonna make life and over in uh, Andromeda. Y'all have fun. See you when we finally crash back into each other. Now, Major Adam and Alex are trapped in the station with a dangerous psychopath robot. Airlock. So, well, it's a robot. It doesn't need oxygen. Space is kind of problematic to all things. Throw it out the airlock. Drink it into the airlock. Electronics are still going to work in a vacuum. I doubt it has jet boosters. Well, you're assuming that it would be blown out by the explosive decompression, which will only happen, like, the one time. Yes, but you do it real quick, and it's out, and it's going to have the momentum, and you're good. Space is not an ocean. He can't swim back. He could be that thing from that movie we saw with the alien, Life. Wasn't it called Life? It was called Life. Yeah. Like the the, the serial. Um, or the game. And they couldn't get him out. Or the facts of... Yeah, but I mean, he was crawling on the outside, and then there's, I don't know, that movie's stupid. Yeah, I didn't like that movie very much. I mean, we could have seen Power Rangers. We could have, I, listen, frankly, I... And you have since seen Power Rangers, and I have since seen Power I Rangers. I regret the decision to see life <laughs> over Power Rangers. I've told you this before. I don't know why I have to bring it up Because I wanted it recorded for posterity. Okay. Now we can move on with our friendship. <laughs> I do want to mention, I, Captain, sorry. Oh, I totally missed a sentence here, by the way. Oh, really? This is I I've got I've got my he stuff put too small brain inside of the uh, demigod robot right yeah so he uh, and then launched it to replace a scientist on the uh, on on arrival the mentally disturbed Captain Benson becomes sexually obsessed for Alex he then uses... how was this guy never de- picked up it's <laughs> like he's showing these weird signs he's like no he passed it's good. <laughs> He's Captain James. He looks just... Well, he doesn't look exactly like him, but he did pass his... We got really good plastic surgeons now. I don't know why he decided to change his face, but whatever. (laughs) He can do what he wants. He passed the psych eval. He's good. I don't know why you want to look exactly like that guy who has homicidal tendencies and and failed his test, but here he is. I mean, maybe it's, you know, some exercise. I don't know. I was going to ask if he, like, had transferred his entire consciousness into the robot and, like... I'm assuming he had stopped being himself, but no, he's here. He's sexually obsessed with Alex. Maybe the robot is too. Alex is probably done with just all of this and they're being hunted by a giant robot. Not giant, giant, but like he's eight feet tall. Murder robot. Yeah. Is he eight feet tall? Yeah. I read a description that mentioned how tall he was. It was not this one, but he is eight feet. Okay. Anyway, that is, uh, is he like the robot from the movie version of lost in space before it gets broken? No, no, he looks like... that was such a cool robot. And they made the crappy one from the show because they had to, but he was such a cool robot before he got broken. Wait a minute. Robbie the Robot got broken? No, and uh, have you seen the reboot live action? I have, but it's been a while. And he's like this giant, like, murder robot that gets broken. Or he is uh, messed up by uh, Dr. Smith and starts attacking them so they break him. Mm -hmm. And then he rebuilds him as the little Robbie the Robot-looking thing. But I yeah, he's remember. such a cool-looking robot when he first shows up. He's this giant, hulking beast of a machine. And then he breaks, and it's less cool after that. So you, wait, you don't like the Forbidden Planet, Robbie the Robot guy? Yeah, it's whatever. I, he's a classic piece. Like, he's he has credits in, like, multiple movies, because they spend a bunch of movie to... A bunch of movie. A so bunch does of money. the monkey from uh, Night, Before, or Night at the Museum and The Hangover. You know, you know what? That doesn't happen anymore. It, 
This is this is a diversion. Getting... We're basically done. But yeah, props like famous props getting reused like that. Like they spent, I want to say like a hundred thousand dollars for on a, on Forbidden Planet to build this really cool robot. I mean, that robot's in what like ten movies. It's it's possibly more than that. It's been in like commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we've got this robot. Like we built it, we spent the money, and the movie did come out, and it was awesome. I've seen Forbidden Planet. You guys should watch it. It's pretty cool. I should as well. Um, kind of like a long episode of the Twilight Zone, honestly, but with really good special effects. And then they said, well, we got the robot. He still looks cool. Let's put him in some other movies. You don't get that anymore with, like, digital effects. Yeah. You don't see... I don't even think you do that with, like, the the giant T-Rex that Steven Spielberg built for Jurassic Park. Is that in some other movie somewhere? Like, can we see it pop up and be like, oh, there's that T-Rex? Nope. Probably just tore him down. Or maybe no, he the didn't puppet last was long. actually stored for a while in the... Uh... Like, all the puppets were stored in a back lot somewhere for a while in Universal, and then eventually the uh, latex rubber and everything decays. The, it decayed, yeah. and you just had the skeletal remains, the fossil of the robot. I want to see that. Really would have cool. been awesome as well. Just it like really giant cool. robot T Rex and thing. Just like wires and hydraulic, you know, pumps everywhere. It is super cool looking. Or you could just get more. Like, latex is not expensive in yeah, the I've, grand scheme. I've seen scheme the one of things. also for the. Uh, the few shots where it was used in the Godzilla 1988, the few shots where he's mechanical in that one. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, like this, two of them. This like withered Hulk of a robot thing. It's super Poor cool. Guy. With like bits of the rubber just like melted and rotted away. It's like yeah. a zombie robot monster. It's great. The passage of time will turn us all into awesome zombies. And, and with then, that, avoid. <laughs> We will end the show. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. You're awesome. If you like this episode and you think we're awesome, you should tell some people about us on, like, the social medias or, I don't know, like, the person sitting next to you on the bus or something. Just, like, poke them. Just like, play loud just listen, on the bus just listen. so everyone can listen. Hey, listen. Hey. <laughs> uh, and don't forget we have a Patreon page over at patreon.com slash two where didn't watch. You can support us over there if you like us and want us to have money. Money is good. We like money. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. All right. Bye, guys.